0: Hashtag MSCW. Hashtag friends forever. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. I am very tired. I was starting to worry. I almost texted Pete because I'm like, this isn't like her to not to not respond. I slept in the I slept in the living room for like three hours plus. I don't even know when I fell asleep. I started texting you around 5, 530, so it had to be before that. It was definitely before that because Pete had been texting me, too. He's at work. Oh. But see, my my volume was, my phone was, like, muted. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't hearing anything. Right. And it doesn't vibrate or anything, so it was just mm-hmm. sitting there on the table next to me. <laughs> Mine does the same thing, but I have my watch on, so it always buzzes. But when I take a nap, I take my watch off. Because I don't oh. want the buzzing. So so I have my watch on and the buzzing did not affect me whatsoever. Oh, well, you are a sound sleeper. So that there I sure. am. I was just I've I'm so tired. It's been the longest, longest work week ever. Well, because February vacations next week. So, right. It's just it's been so busy at work. And like, that's a good thing. I'm very happy about that because um, that's how I make money, right? But <laughs> right. But at it's the same exhausting. time, yeah, it's it's mentally draining. So this week, Brody had COVID, oh, so right. he missed the entire week at school. Aw, because it, they had to be five days no like contact, and um, then today was a snow day, so. He would have missed today anyway. Bryn got an extra day and then next week's vacation. So he'd be, he's going to be out of school for two weeks. Wow. Once vacation is over. Right. Next week, we're, we need to find him something to do because, yeah. Aw. He has been playing video games all day, every day. Well, but what do you do? What do you do? I was going to say, like, that's what they do. That's when you have COVID and, Hopefully it's he has a little work done, so I'm sure he does. Yeah, he's but good with that stuff. He is. Yeah, he is. For the most part, for the most part. Well, he is. He is a teenage boy. Yeah. So this week was like super. There was tons of stuff going on for me. Like it was very, very full, and very just a lot, of, a lot of moving parts, a lot of different things. Yeah. Like Bryn. Her basketball season ended. It was very sad because um, they were like, they just missed the playoffs. So that sucks. And it sucks to like play your last game and then be like, oh, that was my last game ever. But not Brent, but you know, for the seniors. For the seniors. Sure. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, um, I purchased, I was very, I was influenced to make a couple purchases what did you buy the first purchase was a smaller purchase and it's that ill maquillage makeup or whatever did oh yeah that? that yes i sure have they they try to influence me they've tried to influence me so i bought makeup by mario again influenced yep and what i loved most about that was it had like sparkles in the in the actual makeup like it was like shimmery you couldn't see it on your face. So glitter. So, yeah, it has like a shimmer to it. Um, mm-hmm. But here's the problem. I've tried multiple different primers. I've tried no primer. I've tried, again, multiple primers. It sits on top of my skin. The foundation. It, it sits on top and like doesn't look right. Like doesn't look right. Yeah. Does it look like a mask or like? Kind of. Even like feel like a mask a little bit, not so much feel because the makeup by Mario was like very lightweight, Okay. um, it doesn't sit on my face. Well at all, it just, it, and it looks fake. It doesn't look natural, whatever. So yeah, I love Laura Mercier, Mercier's, um, it's like a skin tint obsessed with it. Like love it. Yeah. I haven't been able to find it. Oh, no. Well, I haven't looked for it in a little bit. So maybe it's back, but um, I love it. And um, I got it at TJ Maxx. And when I when I saw it and I loved it, what did I go do? I went to every TJ Maxx and, I, and Marshalls and I bought it. You bought it all. But I'm almost out because that was like over a year ago. So, yeah. Anyway, um, so I was like. All right, this makeup by Mario didn't work. Let me try this ill maquillage or whatever it's called. Same thing. Like perfect color match. I was very impressed with the color. Like I went on and I was like, wow, that's like my color. Um, But again, sat on top of my face like. It didn't feel uniform. It didn't feel like part of my. Body, like part of your being. Right, right. I get it. I this is why I can't do any liquid foundations mm-hmm. for that reason. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I have to use like a powder foundation. Powder foundations for me sit in my lines on my on my eyes. And so it just makes me look older when I use the powder foundations. So hopefully I can find some more of that skin tint. And um yeah. So the other thing I, I was influenced by we have been having a hard time with our litter boxes cuz now we have 3 cats and we have two litter boxes upstairs um cuz they stay on the top floor you know what i mean and they they're always accessible right. um but just the amount of waste is a lot and we we're, we're constantly cleaning them of and course so, you are. Totally. I know what you mean. We were like, I was just like, we need to figure something out. So for the past month, I've been looking at automatic cleaning litter boxes. So, you know, I I started with the like low end ones and the rakes. I'm like, I'm going to have to still clean that. Like every time I'm going to have to clean right. that rake. Like right. that's gross. I don't want to do that. So I found this, this one, this litter box and it's called the um, Pura X you can see you can go look at it it's on um, Amazon it looks like a spaceship you can actually see it. it's right there behind me like right there that white right there let me see it Um, at first I was really because we, we just got it yesterday the cats wouldn't go in it and I'm like this is a $600 litter box $600 yeah, I'm like, I kn- I didn't read w- hardly any things about cats not going in it. Just like ones like old cats might have trouble getting up into the hole and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my cats were like, no. So finally, they started going in it, and they've been in it today. So, oh, that's good. It's good, but it's still it still doesn't solve our problem because we're now we have three litter boxes. <laughs> and you know I mean the more merrier I think three is a good number anyway for the three cats yeah Um, I agree but they all like to use the one in Bryn's room oh I know and it just it it stinks but she still needs one in her room because Alice doesn't like to come out Alice likes to stay in Bryn's room so I mean we need a litter box in there so litter boxes are hard Mm -hmm. um so, I was looking at a litter box. I don't remember. It was, like, back in the fall. I don't remember the name of it. And it was, like, it was expensive. Mm-hmm. It was, like, it, but you literally don't have to do anything with it. I saw one that was, like, a like $1,000. I was going to say this one. I think this one was, like, $1,200 or $1,300. Mm-hmm. But, so, Sadie's, one of Sadie's friends' um, parents have one. They have many cats Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't know it when you go to their house because you don't smell a trace of a cat Mm -hmm. and they have litter boxes everywhere they have like three floors and they have litter boxes on all the floors because they have all the cats Mm -hmm. anyway so they were telling me about this litter box and they said it, it it's they're an investment but that they're worth it and i don't remember what it is um i'd have to go back she texted it to me back in like september but anyway i've looked at it And I really wanted to get it. But Pete, of course, my husband, Mm -hmm. he's like, what the hell do we need a $1,300 litter box for? Well. So I haven't, I haven't, we didn't buy it. I still think about it. But we do Kitty Poo Club and it works for us. That's what we do too. We Since you recommended it, we do Kitty Poo Club and I like the silica. Yep. I do I, I don't, it's hard because I feel like I can always smell cappy even like the little, but I don't smell cappy at my house. So if you ever come over and you smell cappy, please let me know. I will definitely let you know, but I don't, I haven't. So, cause I, that's like a big fear of mine. I don't want my house to smell like cappy. Yeah. Um. And with the, with the kitty poo club, it's kind of weird because it actually makes it smell different. I feel like it makes the urine smell different. See, I don't know because ours is downstairs in a room that we don't go in. Mm-hmm. The only time we go in there is to clean the litter box and I don't. Mm-hmm. Pete does. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really know. I don't know what it smells like, mm-hmm. which I'm happy about, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't clean the litter boxes. Um, I tried and I was like gagging, but yeah. Bryn and Brody, that was their thing. They, if they wanted the new cats, they were cleaning litter boxes. So that's what they do. But Bren just sometimes doesn't. That's... And I'm just like, it needs to be clean, so Kevin will clean it. Yeah, that's but not... Brody oh, well, is yeah, really good. Kids. Brody cleans it all the time. So, yeah. But anyway, good boy. And we also got um, air tags to put on their collar just in case. I'm just so yep. nervous about them running out of the house, and um, so I got these air tag collars. Actually, um, another new kids person posted the little um, things. Um, and so I bought them and they're awesome and they're waterproof and they're really cool. The little, the little tag, the little yes. things that they go in. Oh, yeah. Cool. First we bought like actual collars, but they're quick release and they were too quick release. Like, so their collars came out right off, like right off. Uh, yeah. I, so, I know what you mean. So, yeah. So that's pretty much. Yeah. So today, this week has been busy. Also, what's it like tax season? Tax season is busy. Of course. I yes, mean, it is. If you didn't know that already, um, my husband is an accountant and I'm actually working for him now. So it's it's very busy. Um, and uh, yesterday, actually, I didn't have a whole lot of stuff that I could do. So I was like, here is a perfect opportunity for me to go through all of our e- email." and go through our stories, make sure they're in the queue. And I emailed everybody that sent me a story from January of last year until now um, and let them know that they are in the queue, like officially in the queue. I apologized. I explained, you know, it was a rough year. Just it was hard to get to things. And I'm finally getting a chance to do it. And just want to let them know I put it officially in the queue. So we've got all of the stories queued up and it's amazing.
1: It I love amazing. it. Like
0: looking and being like, whoo, having that feeling like, okay, we're good. We've got stories. We so have content to share. I think you and I were talking about it. And I think if we did even every other week, I'd say we have like two years worth of stories. Would you? I think so. Yeah. Or maybe like a because, year and a half. Because like we splice it up with other episodes too. And right. Like we're, we have a good, we have a really nice solid base yes. of stories. Yes. It doesn't mean we don't want more. That's exactly right. Because we it's will the- have themed things that we might do, you know, and we might like, m- Matt, like, m- what am I trying to say? Like mix things up a little. Yeah. So, yeah, because like we have some really cool, um, cruise stories. And I figured, you know, if the cruise gets announced, when the cruise gets announced, maybe we'll go back and start reading those and, you know, bring on the cruise. So, um, that's it. I know that was a big update, but. Oh, but also, that being said, we mm-hmm. were talking before we started recording. Um, if you guys have any like first job stories oh yes we'd I, like to I do really an episode do that. yes yes so you can send them to my so called whatever at gmail.com tell That's us right. about your first job yes please do it doesn't send even have pictures. to be your first job you can like tell us about your first job and then you can tell us about your favorite job that you had like when you were a teenager or even early 20s whatever um absolutely we want to hear them and i think we're planning that episode in the not too distant future. So we already have one from one of our favorites, Christina, Christina, Christina delivers you deliver. And we appreciate you so much. (laughs) So, 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 so much. We appreciate you. So send those stories in. We want to hear them. My so-called whatever at gmail.com. You didn't know. Now, you know, that's right. So, We've got a couple stories for you. Should we intro? I was going to say, should we intro and then we'll just get right into it. Let's do it. All right. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is my so-called whatever. Hey. Welcome to the block party. We ain't leaving out nobody. Yay. Yay. (laughs) We We have some stories to share. Yes. Yes. So... Um, do you want to read the first one or do you want me to read the first one? Oh, I'll read the first one. Okay. You ahead and read the first one. Okay. okay. This is my NKOTB story. Mel from Sister Wives Saga, a.k.a. Cheese to Sherry's Mac on Block Talk. And I don't know if she actually explains this, but Sherry and Mel are on TikTok. And right. they have a thing called Block Talk, like... A hashtag that they do videos about um and sherry and mel met on TikTok, and now they're best friends so this is their and that's story. very cool yeah all right i'm gonna read it all right hello finally getting around to sharing my blockhead story with you and how the new kids on the block have saved my life several times not wanting to sound dramatic by any means But maybe people can relate and maybe they won't. But New Kids on the Block and my love for Johnny Wahlberg has saved my life a few key times in the last 35 years. I dare to even say my being a Johnny girl with Jenny tendencies, Jenny has also unknowingly saved my life in the last year. The 80s were not an easy time for me. I was a a child severely abused mentally and physically by my bio mom and really didn't think I had any escape. I won't get into the nitty gritty of the abuse nor rehash things, but I often ran away and was returned back to her custody by police who called me a troubled teen. I often slept with a chair pushed up to my doorknob out of fear that she would follow through with her threats to kill me. However, every time I was returned home, I was gifted things as her way of saying sorry. And fortunately for me, those gifts were often the teen magazines full of pictures of new kids on the block, cassette tapes of my favorite musicians and KOTB. And posters of my choosing, any 80s preteen choices, I'm sure. I may not remember a lot of my preteen years, but new kids and how my walls were plastered with them is consistent. Music is good for a damaged soul. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Lyrics and love speak to us in ways other things can't. My room with a locked door was my safe place in that hellhole, and new kids began to save me on so many levels. When the bio monster would be on the other side of my door pounding on it to be let in, all I had to do was pop a cassette in my Sony Walkman, slip the headphones on, and escape into CoverGirl, Hangin' Tough, I'll Be Loving You Forever, I Need You, etc. Aw, I need you. I love that song. I really do. I was able to feel a little safer in a room surrounded by John, Jordan, Danny, Joey, and Donnie, and escape in their music, able to not keep falling into depression and dark thoughts of not wanting to be on this planet anymore. I was never able to meet those five guys as a preteen and teen, but over and over again, they unknowingly kept a wounded soul pushing on and growing. My dad was finally able to get custody of me when I was in the eighth grade, but he often would let me would let me listen to NKOTB with him in the car, and we'd listen to his music. His influence of being open with music is why, to this day, music and lyrics speak to me, perhaps also why NKOTB continued to come back into my life to save it again and again. They left us. I graduated, found myself in an abusive and wrong marriage in my 20s. Then new kids came back to us. I was in a bad marriage, couldn't get to concerts, couldn't cruise, couldn't get as deep in the fandom as I wanted. Yet, once again, NKOTB helped with a rough time in my life. Two in the Morning was released, the same time as I began my separation and divorce. That that song sort of helped me realize the toxicity of the marriage I was leaving, And I picked myself up and survived as best as best I could as a single mom, often surrounding my kids with all my music while cleaning and cooking and trying to stay out of dark thoughts in places in a very heartbreaking and stressful time of my life. My daughter, who calls herself a baby blockhead, says she remembers mom dancing and singing more than anything. So thanks to NKOTB, she doesn't remember the tears on the frustrating days, the worry of paying bills sleepless nights mom had, and how much I worked instead of being able to sit and eat lunch with them at school, etc. Once again, those five boys from Boston not only saved my life, but they also saved my kids' lives a little. Finally, more recently, in the middle of a pandemic, another bad marriage falling apart, and KOTB, Donnie, and yes, even Jenny McCarthy have unknowingly saved me over and over again in the last year. I hadn't been as active in the fandom as others, My dad passed away in 2012, and I lost myself. I was an artist and haven't drawn since his passing. I have just been going through the daily motions of surviving. Work, come home, feed, go to a kid's school thing, repeat. Then my older kids graduated. NKOTB was set to cruise in 2020, and I decided I was getting on that boat, and I did. I began to reach out and get more involved in the NKOTB fandom, activated a new Twitter account, and got that epic follow by Donnie Wahlberg. I was back to full-blown blockhead, but I didn't have the long history of being on their socials, didn't know a ton of blockheads, still didn't have my blockhead crew. Then COVID came, crews canceled, and we locked down. The news began talking about TikTok, and I got the app on a whim. At first, I was hesitant, not sure where I belonged on that app. Then the algor- algorithm came for me, and I found Sherry, aka NKOTB Canada, and our friendship blossomed due to a mutual love for NKOTB and my being a Johnny girl and her being a mac and cheese girl. I will always believe there was a right time and place for new friendships, and people don't get brought into our lives on accident. I'm not sure, but Sherry must have sensed that small spark of creativity wanting to become the fire that had been snuffed out when my dad passed away. I was encouraged to continue to grow on the platform as she grew and as Block Talk began to grow. I began hesitantly making more and more TikToks, Always a little self-conscious. Then Jenny freaking Mick followed me on TikTok. Heck, it was COVID. She was locked down and not working. And she actually commented to TikToks and then followed my friend Robin, also found on TikTok. The three amigos were born. Then a tongue-in-cheek TikTok led to the beginning and growth of Sister Wives Saga. My own little movement on TikTok to bring together blockheads to hopefully find their block talk bestie, or at least a go-to person to be a friend when you just need one person in your corner. Yet again, a love for Donnie Wahlberg and KOTB and also Jenny McCarthy has saved my life. I was in such a lost place, not even sure who I was. Lonely, no really good friends. Things change when you have kids. Everyone grows in their different ways. However, now I've had my glow up. I am proud of where I am mentally at 45 the remix is awesome. And I'm so thrilled to be called the creator in the new kids fandom. I have so many people in my life that mean so much to me now outside of my kids. I can be creative, can love and be loved, have chosen family where toxic family left holes. It's so hard to believe only just a year ago, I was overweight, so self-conscious that I didn't even think I was going to keep TikTok. And now I'm 55 pounds down, consider myself a new kids content creator. And love, love, love the outreach of the NKOTB creator community and can't wait to meet so many blockheads in the mixtape tour. Which this story is from a little while ago. Y- yes. But. <laughs> yes. But. It still rings true. I still haven't met really them. It really does. I still haven't met it, them. We still haven't met them. No, we haven't. But we will. That is We true. will. We will. It's It's out there. I hope to finally be in a place in life where I can just continue to enjoy my love for these five boys from Beantown and that one gorgeous Wahlberg wife and never have to have NQTB save my life again. But if I do find myself with a huge challenge again, I do know somehow new kid serendipity will step in and there and be there when I need. Thanks for reading Mel aka Cheese. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for trusting us to share your story. Cause I know that probably wasn't easy to talk about and absolutely we appreciate you. So thank you for sharing. That was a great story. Thank you. And this is a safe space. That's right. That's right. This is a safe space. We really appreciate you um, sending that into us and being patient with us. Yeah. And I love watching their lives, Sherry and Mel's lives. I see, I see them all the time. And um. They go live quite often on TikTok, so if you're ever interested, you can go it on TikTok. And um, I know that, I think it's Donnie Girl Forever. I think that's her name. I could be wrong. I will post her TikTok on the website, the actual TikTok. Um, and then Sherry's is NKOTV.Canada. So, yeah. Thank you, Mel. Thank you, Mel. So next we have Chloe's story. As told by her mom, let me just tell you, Chloe's mom holds a very, very, very special place in our heart for multiple reasons. Um, If you don't know Becky. Becky's a national treasure. She really is. Um, this One of the sweetest, kindest people I've ever met. I haven't actually met her yet, though. I don't think, Brooke, Brooke have we met? We haven't met her yet. Right. Yes. No, we haven't yet. But we will. We absolutely will. And we fully intend on having Becky come on for her own episode. We've been we've been really wanting to make this happen for a very, very long time. And we're going to make it happen. We are going to make it happen. So be on we the are. lookout for that episode. And Becky is, she's just always in our corner. She really is. She is like our biggest cheerleader. We can't thank her enough for the things that she's done for no. us. No, Chris Kirkpatrick hello hello i mean seriously her and steph Steffi button they're just they're yes they're awesome they really are we really appreciate uh both of them so much and she has been campaigning for lance bass to come on our podcast hard we really 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 want him on so bad so 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 bad so bad yeah maybe it will happen I'm hoping it will. It, it, will. Okay. it will. It will. It will. It will happen. It will. I am a very lucky person and good things always happen for me. Yes. Say it three times. I am a very lucky person and good things always happen to me. I am a very lucky person and good things always happen to me. I'm I'm hoping for it to happen this year. Yes. 100%. We'll I don't care when it is. i I'm just, I'm feeling this year. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Totally. So here is Chloe's story as told by her mom, Becky. Awesome. Hey, ladies, it's Becky. I have a story for you. Well, it's really not my story. It's my daughter's story. Her name is Chloe. And by the time you read this, she will be seven. I hope she's not eight. <laughs> I just thought about that. I, I I bet she actually will be closer to eight. Yeah, she might be. She she might be. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Becky. Chloe is most definitely a baby BH, a blockhead in training or a second generation blockhead. She is a Jordan and Joe girl Ooh, with Griffin tendencies. Okay. Her favorite song is "Dirty Dog." I love it because of the barking in the song or single which she calls the Chloe and Mommy jam but before i share her story i think it's important to tell you how chloe got here i know i've mentioned it in previous submissions to your amazing podcast that i've had a heart attack just 4 days after giving birth to her that is i am that is crazy scary crazy scary because like you're already like after you give birth you're already down for the count like you're already tired and and then on top of that she had a heart attack like I know that's it had to have been so frightening I'll spare you the gory details but her arrival was quite the roller coaster on the day I went into labor I was substitute teaching at a school in Arizona in sixth grade coincidentally the school also happened to be the elementary school that the OG cover girl's daughter also attended yes that's right we found that out yeah Um, although I don't think I was there at the same time, however, I know the teacher she references in the story and that's the story of the mixtape tour 2018 when Sierra, which is Jenny's daughter was the cover girl and Jenny was the cover girl again. So that's the story. And the teacher was like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. So that's the (laughs) teacher she's talking about. Um, his wife and I hosted a baby shower together for mutual, for mutual friends, small world, right? Anyway, back to Chloe. I subbed all day long, not knowing that my water broke. It was a slow leak instead of the rush of fluid that is often portrayed in the movies. After subbing all day, I called my mom, a retired nurse practitioner and told her I was, how I was feeling and was immediately advised to call my doctor. She knew something was happening. I did not. The triage nurse at my doctor's office told me to go directly to the hospital. The next call was to my husband. He had just started a new job that day. He met me at our house where we grabbed my hospital bag and we proceeded to the hospital. I was immediately admitted. By then, I had been in labor for almost 12 hours. Whoa. My labor was not progressing, so they gave me something called servital? servital. It was horrible. I It started contractions that did not stop, one on top of the other, and Chloe went into distress. After several hours of excruciating contractions, I gave up and asked for the epidural. Girl, you didn't give up. Take that epidural. Take it. 100%. Take it. That's what I say. That's what I say. At four, Brooke is sneezing. So she's not answering right now. If you're wondering where she went, she is continuously sneezing right now. At four o'clock the next afternoon, I was still at four and was told they could wait no longer. I needed an emergency C-section because they needed to get Chloe out. After the C-section, I was incredibly swollen. Me too. Me too. Like people couldn't believe how swollen I was. You remember that, Brooke? And like, I had to have a, a, my sister actually knew a massage therapist. She's actually an edema specialist and she got the fluid out like by massaging it out it I remember like that three hours I totally remember that because I was we... concerned when I had mine because of that right and we had no money like no money and I remember she was like charging me nothing like like 125 dollars or something like that I mean let me tell you she did a lot more than 125 dollars worth of work wow um and like, I had, we had to scrounge a little bit to get it, but oh my gosh, I felt so much better afterwards. Like you guys, I'm talking, I I was so swollen and this was after I had the baby. Like I wasn't that swollen when I was pregnant. It happened like, I, I mean, I was swollen, but like normal swollen, but I was so swollen. Like my skin felt like it was going to explode. So like, I thought it was just going to peel that's off. Awful so yeah it was it was bad i had to buy new sneakers just for that like i had to buy size a men's size 12 or 13 just so i could get my feet in and then of course when all the flu was gone i could never wear them again and kevin couldn't either because they were, you remember the sock any outlet yes that's where we went and they were <laughs> men's sneakers but they were pink and he was like, Ooh. yeah no thank you <laughs> um after the C-section, I was incredibly swollen. The nurses and doctors insisted it was normal, but I was swollen clear up my back, almost to my neck. Chloe was born on a Thursday. I was discharged on a Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday that year. And on Monday afternoon with Chloe in her bassinet sleeping and my husband just getting out of the shower, I had a heart attack in the living room of my house. God. My mom, who had come to help from New Mexico, had to run to Target. I called to him and said, I think you need to dial 911. Something isn't right. He called my mom, who was less than a block away. And as soon as she walked into the house, she looked at me and said to my husband, call 911. Within minutes, there were four paramedics and a gurney in my living room. They loaded me onto the ambulance and my mother rode with me while my husband loaded my four-day-old daughter into her car seat and then followed the ambulance to the hospital. Chloe and I were both admitted to the cardiac wing of the hospital. We got all the attention from the nurses who were not accustomed to having a new mom and her baby, but instead much older patients. I'm so glad they like, they admitted her daughter too, so she could like be with her. That's so important. Right. The doctors were never able to determine what caused my heart attack. The cardiologist said that my arteries looked clearer than his. However, after doing a bit of research and a tip from a fellow teacher who went to the same gynecology practice, we learned that three other women who were patients of this practice had heart attacks after me. I have goosebumps. My mom theorizes it was the servadil that my body reacted to the chemicals, and that was what caused the heart attack. So when Donnie called me a fighter during the mixtape meet and greet in Dallas, he wasn't kidding. But I would say Chloe is a fighter, too. She definitely fought her way to get here. When she was only four months old, I attended the main event tour in Glendale, Arizona with some friends. When she was two, I attended the total package tour. This was also right about the time she started to respond to their music. I would play it in the house and she would dance or she would see a video on YouTube and just be enamored. At three, she started learning their names and I recorded her wishing Jordan a happy birthday and posted it on Twitter. Aww. Oh, he, of course, never saw it, but she loved doing it. He may have. You never know. You never know. You never know. Um, We moved to Texas in October of that year. I bought tickets to the mixtape tour. She must have heard me talking about it because one evening when I was making dinner, she walked into the kitchen dressed in a pair of sunglasses and a bunch of plastic jewelry. She was carrying a sparkly princess purse and a pretend cell phone. And I asked her, where are you going all dressed up? She said to the concert. I replied, what concert? She was very, she very seriously replied, new kids on the block. Trying to hide my laughter. I asked, oh yeah, where is this concert? Still completely serious. She said, in your bedroom. (laughs) I thought to myself, (laughs) don't I wish. Then she told me she had to go because Donnie needed her on stage and she was going to be late and she walked off. (laughs) Freaking love it. Seriously, you can't make this stuff up. That's just her. Shortly after her fourth birthday, I went to see Joe and Waitress, and she was so upset that I was seeing a new kid without her, especially Joe. When she found out I was going to the mixtape tour without her, she was even more upset with me. I thought Four was still too young for a concert, but she made me promise that I wouldn't go to another New Kids on the Block concert without her. New Kids on the Block. Um, When the Behind the Music aired several months ago, she watched with me and got very upset when it was mentioned that Donnie, Joe, and Danny voted John onto the group. She didn't think it was right for them to do that. Then COVID hit, and my husband lost his job, and for a long time, I wondered if I would ever see them live again, much less take Chloe with me. The day the Mixtape 2022 tour was announced, I was devastated. I thought, there is no way. We can't afford it, and COVID. I was nervous about COVID. I cried to my mom. I was so upset. I didn't have the heart to tell Chloe that NKOTB was touring. I knew it would break her heart. Then a miracle happened. Okay, two miracles. The first being my mom stepped in and said, get the tickets. We will figure it out. After sharing the news with a group of BH friends, we started plotting. I was going to surprise Chloe. The the day the tickets went on sale, the Texas Cities sold out a VIP very fast. However, I managed to snag five two five star tickets for Oklahoma City, which is just a few hours away. Then, if only to add to my excitement, a dear friend sent a message that said something along the lines of, "I snagged you an extra ultimate, Becky. If you want it, it's yours." Whoa! I thought my heart stopped. Of course, I said yes. Then I waited. I waited almost three months before telling even my husband. I told my husband about the surprise and what my friend and my mom had done and he was in shock. On Christmas morning, Chloe opened an envelope as one of her last gifts and I filmed her reaction on my phone. I shared the video on the MSCW fi- Facebook page shortly after Christmas. I had printed out the page from the Ticketmaster. I had printed out the page from Ticketmaster stating we had gotten the tickets and told her it was a girl's trip for her and I and we were going to meet them. Her squeal of delight Brought tears to my eyes, and then, in true Chloe fashion, she said, "Finally, <laughs> I'm so excited to take her. More importantly, I can't wait to see her face when she meets them. I'll be sure to keep you ladies posted. Thanks for sharing. Sincerely, Becky." And Becky, you got to tell the story. You got to tell the whole story. You'll you come, come on and yes. and tell tell the story because, yes. like, obviously, this has already happened now, right? We've, We've seen the pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she's shared. Oh my this, God. They are adorable. Um, oh my God. But she needs to come on and tell it in her own words. So we'll have her on to do that. Yes. And Becky, we, again, we appreciate you so much. So, 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 so much. And I mean, you are just, you are just one in a million. We love you. And we can't wait to have you on. So. Hashtag true. So with that. That's all we have for you this it, week, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for listening, and, yes. and those of you that have sent stories and have been patient. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you so, so much. much. Seriously, thank you. We appreciate you too. You are all the real MVPs, one hundred percent. With the one hundred emoji. <laughs> um. So. Uh. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. We will continue to, you know, read your stories in the coming episodes. And don't forget to send us those first job stories yeah. or favorite job stories or whatever. And if you're not following us, if you're not on TikTok, come over to TikTok. Come on over. Come on over. The water come is fine. Over. Come, come on, on over, baby. Baby. <laughs> That was a little pizzazz. That you a put a on that. Pizzazz. So yes, come on over. We're my so called whatever on TikTok. Um, I made a video the other night, um, laying in bed, and I was so proud of it. I was so proud of this video. I was like, it was really good. I really liked it, and I and even Bryn thought it was funny when she saw like the Mean Girls reference. She was like, that that's funny. That's funny. So that made me feel like cool that she said she liked it. And when when I told, because at the time, like it had been around, it had been up all day and I had like two likes and Brody was like, oh, I saw that. I saw your video. And I said, but she didn't like it. He's like, oh, let me go back and like it. Oh, oh, Brody. <laughs> so, and then, and then Kevin liked it. So that was very nice of him. So. Yes, it was. Well. I'm sure there'll be a video for on this one, somewhere, somewhere out there, somewhere out there. So in the TikToks in the TikToks. <laughs> so. All right, guys. All right. As always, we'll be loving you forever, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Bye. Right. Bye.